Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Here's Frank, Scott, and Chris. We have our first big trade of the weekend as Luis Castillo was traded to the Seattle Mariners. Welcome into a slightly delayed emergency edition of Fantasy Baseball today on Saturday, July 30th. Frank Sample joined by Chris Towers. And this was a big one, Chris. Let's get into it. Luis Castillo traded to Seattle for a huge haul that included three of the Mariners' top five prospects, Noel V. Marte, Edwin Arroyo, and Levi Stout. The Reds also received a minor league reliever, Andrew Moore, in the deal. Castillo, we've talked about it a lot recently, throwing this four-seam fastball more, Chris. He's really, really come on, and he's having a really good season in general. 286 ERA, 107 whip, up over a strikeout per inning, 11.7% swinging strike rate is good, a little bit lower than we're used to seeing from him, but it has been creeping up recently. What do you think about Castillo's value now that he is in Seattle? Yeah, I mean, he's a borderline ace as is for fantasy. And, you know, he, for the most part, he has been for what, the last five years, there's always been like this assumption that Luis Castillo would take a step forward and it never really happened. Um, But it might now, you know, because this is, arguably the biggest park shift that a player could have uh, at this point in Major League Baseball. If you look at uh, baseball savants, park factors over the past three seasons, Great American Ballpark is actually tied with Coors Field as the best offensive environment in baseball, while T-Mobile Park is the worst offensive environment in baseball. So, yeah, that's a massive, massive uh, improvement. And, you know, Castillo at his best is the type of player who you wouldn't think is necessarily impacted too much by this kind of trade. Because when he, you know, back in 2020, 2020, uh, 2019, he was running, you know, 55 to 58% uh, ground ball rates and he was getting, you know, strikeout rates in the 30% range. That's not really the guy he is anymore. He is, you know, with that change away from the, the sinker to the four seam fastball, he's become, Less of a ground ball guy, still a pretty good ground ball rate, 47% this season, uh, but also, you know, 25% strike, a 26% strikeout rate. So it's not quite the same guy. So it actually is the case that this move could potentially make him an even better pitcher. And he's on a heck of a run right now. His last five starts since he swapped the sinker for the four seam fastball as his primary fastball, he's looked like an ace 159 era 41 strikeouts and 34 innings pitched um he's been going consistently deep into games the reds have been using letting him throw a ton of pitches uh over 110 pitches it looks like in one two three four five of his last 10 starts so or five of his last nine so yeah he's um he's really really good and i think this should make his value even higher moving forward for fantasy. All right, well, let's talk about how much higher. You have him at SP27. That's Luis Castillo. I have him at 
SP25. I mentioned recently, Jacob DeGrom will start on Tuesday. Obviously, we're excited about that. I'm still kind of skeptical. I'm going to leave DeGrom at I SP20. I mean, we even, we even got a note that he was dealing with leg cramps in his most recent rehab start. So it's just like, <laughs> jeez. <sighs> One thing after Hopefully another. Hopefully it's fine. What do you think about moving Luis Castillo, I mean, up into that top 20 range, up ahead of a Jacob DeGrom? Do you think that makes sense? Is that, you know, too bullish on Luis Castillo? What do you think? I think you definitely could make that argument. You know, I, I have, like you said, number 27, eyeballing it. I think I could move him as high as 20. You know, that's where I have Logan Webb, Frankie Montas, Clayton Kershaw, Tony Gonsolin in order. And... I could see him jumping those guys. I don't know if I'm going to do it yet because I'm not sure it's like super actionable either way, you know, in in a mixed league, like maybe you have a a window to buy Luis Castillo, but he's been so good lately that I'm not sure, you know, like the 286 ERA that he has right now, that's probably in the ballpark of where he's going to be moving forward. Um, So, you know, I, I think, it changes his value. It, it's as as good of a park shift as you can get, but I'm not going to dramatically shift him in the rankings, at least not yet. We'll, we'll see what it looks like, but my my first initial reaction is just to, to leave things where they stand for now. All right. Kind of moving into that, you know, SP2 range for Luis Castillo. And I think you're right. I mean, for years, we, we kind of overvalued him. And I think either last year or two years ago, I had him ranked as my SP5 or SP6 overall going mm. into the season, and, and that was just too much. And I think now we kind of have Luis Castillo adequately ranked for fantasy purposes. Chris, I think this goes without saying, you mentioned mixed leagues, but this is a huge ad in AL only. So going yes. from NL to AL only, I think it goes without saying, but if you saved your fab to this point for the trade deadline, which I think a lot of people do in these mono leagues, you're willing to throw uh, all of your fab budget on Luis Castillo if you need him, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose you could make the case that like Juan Soto getting traded to the American League would be a, a bigger impact player. But the uh, what, what's the saying? Something about birds and, and bushes. A bird in the hand is worth more than one in the bush, right? That's what they say. So I don't understand that bush, saying. Something like yeah, that. I, I don't understand uh, the saying, but yeah, there is a saying. But, like that. you know, it means that, you know, the thing that you actually have is more valuable than the thing that you might have in the future. And like, let's say you don't blow your fab budget on Luis Castillo on the, you know, hope that Juan Soto gets traded to the American League and then he gets traded to the Padres or the Cardinals or the Dodgers who, you know, by all accounts seem to be the leaders for his services anyway. Exactly. Then you've got nothing or you've got, you know, uh, a middle relief David Robertson to use your fab (laughs) on. So, yeah, no, I I think this kind of situation where, you know, he's the first big domino to, to switch leagues you probably want to make that move. Although, you know, if your fab runs on Sunday night, maybe you don't have to until then. All right, let's talk about how And this... remember, the trade deadline is not the 31st this year. It's the second. Right. So there yep. will be a couple of days of trades, uh, or at least theoretical trades, after this week's fab run. Yeah, so Tuesday, August 2nd, I think it's like 4 p.m. or something like that for the MLB trade deadline, which I am appreciative because last year it was on a Friday. And for those who don't know, Scott and I usually don't work Fridays. And we were just doing like emergency podcasts after emergency podcasts. And it was just it was bonkers. What does this mean for the rest of the Mariners rotation? I think 
the biggest takeaway might be George Kirby, right? Does he lose his rotation spot now? I think you can justify the Mariners, you know, maybe moving off of a Chris Flexen or something like that just to get the highest upside out of their rotation. But Scott mentioned it recently. George Kirby was likely going to be on an innings cap, have his innings, you know, kind of curtailed as the season goes along here. Chris, do you think that uh, George Kirby is out of the rotation? And uh, would you drop him for someone like Braxton Garrett? That was a question I got last night. I don't know if it necessarily means he's out of the rotation right now. But yeah, I mean, he threw 67 innings in 2021. He's already up to 96, if I'm doing the math off the top of my head correctly. His career high going back to college is 90. So yeah, I think that you are likely to see well, I guess no, his career high would be 111 if you include college and the pros in 2019. But still, with George Kirby, you know, maybe he has 35, 40 innings left on some kind of, you know, soft cap. And, you know, maybe they decide the best way to use him is to take him out of the rotation occasionally, use him in long relief for a few weeks and have him available for some kind of hybrid role down the stretch. So, yeah, I think... I, I would be surprised if George Kirby was just a member of the rotation, you know, the rest of the season. So, yeah, I think this definitely gives him the flexibility to to be more flexible with him. Dropping him for Braxton Garrett, I think that's fine. I think Kirby's probably better than Braxton Garrett, but yeah. Braxton Garrett probably has more upside the rest of the season. Especially in a points league, too, right? Like, if you can't expect George Kirby to consistently start, then it's mm-hmm. obviously going to hurt you because in points leagues, we need innings, we need volume. So uh, I do worry yeah. about that there. The Reds, the red side of this deal, they did phenomenal, Chris. We were talking beforehand. This is just a crazy haul. Now, Luis Castillo does have another year of team control. Next year, he's arbitration eligible, but still, I mean, the Reds got three of the Mariners' top five prospects in this deal, headlined by Noel V. Marte, a 20-year-old shortstop, regarded as a top 20 prospect in all of baseball. And this season in the minors, he was hitting 275, 15 homers, 13 seals, and 825 OPS at high A. And from a dynasty perspective, Chris, look, moving from uh, Seattle to Cincinnati, you, you broke it down earlier how great it is for a pitcher. I mean, I think you got to be pretty excited about this uh, from a hitter's perspective if you have Marte and Dynasty. Yeah, and especially when you talk about power, that's the biggest impact that Grand American Ballpark has. If you look at the park factors, it's good across the board, but it's got a park factor of 153 for home runs. The next best park is guaranteed rate field, the Chicago White Sox field, and that's a 124. So it's just a massive, massive uh, upgrade in terms of power potential when Marte gets to the majors, which is probably, I mean, next season is possible. You know, he'll likely start at double A next season. And once you're in double A, you're kind of, you know, a a good month away from making the jump potentially. But, you know, more realistically, you're looking at 2024 when he's really going to, to be ready to be an everyday player, presumably. So, you know, there's still some time for Marte to develop, but yeah, in, in terms of the long-term outlook, this only helps. You know, anytime you get traded to a team with a ballpark like Cincinnati, it only helps. The other two prospects received in the deal are Edwin Arroyo, an 18-year-old shortstop, second-round pick in 2021, and a 24-year-old starting pitcher, Levi Stout. He was a third-round pick in 2019. Just got to mention, Chris, Arroyo, you know, look, as great and highly regarded as Marte is, Arroyo mm-hmm. rushing it this year at A-ball, 316 batting average, 13 homers, 21 steals, and 899 OPS. 
look, I guess it's a good problem to have. They have two great shortstop prospects. Of course, they can move these guys around, but uh, this guy, Edwin Arroyo, looks pretty damn good, too. Yeah, I mean, there's no such thing as having too many shortstop prospects right. in particular, because if you look at, like, if you look at the MLB draft or if you look at even lists of former top prospects, there are always so many shortstops on there who end up moving, and that, that's just kind of the the nature of the position. The best defensive player often just get to put a shortstop and then you know if they can't stick at shortstop they move to center field or second base or third base depending on what their specific skill set entails and so there's no there's certainly no concerns about uh arroyo and Marte blocking each other you know especially on a team like the reds they're they're just whatever their best play. It's like, it's like the Orioles taking Jackson Holiday when they already had Gunnar Henderson. Like it, right? You figure that out when you when you're just looking for talent, and that's the the place that the Reds are at. So now there's no concerns about you know the fact that they play the same position. I, I don't think so, at least. And both guys are awesome. Again, uh, great park shift long term if they're here in Cincinnati. Yeah. The latest trade rumors have the Yankees focused in on starting pitching. Frankie Montas, Jose Quintana, the Astros still pursuing Josh Bell. They've been linked to Wilson Contreras as well, trying to upgrade their catcher position. The Mets, speaking of Wilson Contreras, you know, maybe the asking price is too much. Sounds like they've turned their attention to J.D. Martinez and Christian Vasquez. So lots of rumors swirling right now. Any other big trades that happened this weekend? Montas, Wilson Contreras, I think is kind of on the fringe there. Uh, We're not going to do a Jose Quintana to the to the Bronx emergency pod? Uh, actually, I think he was an or- originally a Yankee farmhand, Chris. Now that I think Might about have it. been, yeah. Um, but no, I don't think that we would do that. Uh, anything with Juan Soto, obviously, we would do that. Otani goes without saying, but I don't think I don't think it's going to happen personally. We're going to wrap there for Chris. I am Frank. Thank you all for listening and watching this emergency edition of Fantasy Baseball today. We'll be back again on Monday. Bye bye. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. Homes.com offers in-depth neighborhood guides with detailed video overviews, comprehensive narratives, and unbiased information from a multitude of sources. You thought we go in-depth with player analysis on fantasy baseball today? You haven't seen anything yet. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood complete with a video guide. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. When looking at local schools, they offer test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.